this week on Checking In. Annie and I continue to talk about the things we've been up to, the books, movies, and TV shows we've been watching. After the break, we talk about the great outdoors, Annie's love for camping, and my love for staying inside. As always, thanks for listening and enjoy the episode. Just get right into it. So, what have you been doing these past couple weeks? Um, I, you, you mean reading? Reading, I, watching, listening, doing. I watched a real dumb movie called Serendipity. No, not Serendipity. That's the old Serenity. Old Serenity. That's the one with the Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway. Yeah, I heard it was not very good. I hate to say to steer somebody away from a movie, but I I'll watch. I watched some pretty dumb stuff with Matthew McConaughey in it, and I turned it off at like 38 minutes. I think. Wow! And then I read the that there's a plot twist out of left field mm-hmm. that pretty much secured the deal that I won't be <laughs> watching that movie anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I watched L.A. Story with Steve Martin. Have you ever okay. seen that movie? I've never seen it. It I I'm a big Steve Martin fan, and it's this quirky little movie about. Um, Steve Martin, he's living in L.A. and he's feeling sort of disenchanted and the mm-hmm. traffic um, light-up sign starts giving him advice, telling him okay. what to do. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too familiar. I know, I like Steve Martin, but I haven't seen a lot of his oh, like, yeah. older movies. His, I, I really like um, L.A. Story, The Jerk, mm-hmm. um, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like all those. Um, and then I've also been watching on Netflix Queer Eye. Do you mm-hmm. watch that? I've watched it like a little bit here and there, but I've not like gotten super into yeah, it. Yeah, it's so heartening. My husband cries like every time he watches it. He really wants to be. He wants to like their friends. Be chosen. Does he want to go out on the show just to hang he out? He doesn't with want them? to go on the show. He wants to like ride along, do okay. ride-alongs with them to make people over. <laughs> um, but we've been watching a lot of that, and I noticed on our new bookshelf that we have they each. Not each of them. A couple of them have written some books. Mm-hmm. So that might be a good summer read thing for somebody is check out those. They're really mm-hmm. uplifting guys. Yeah, so how far have you gotten in that? Like, what season are you on? Oh, um... Or did you already, like, Whatever the latest again? season is, I have one episode left. Wow. I really mm-hmm. dig it. Yeah. And then for reading, I've still been reading that Doing Harm book um, about the women in the medical industry... Mm-hmm. Uh, I've only been reading about like five pages a night. Um, it's a slow read, but it's fascinating. I didn't mm-hmm. realize that they still do most of the medical testing on men, even for drugs for women. Mm-hmm. Clinical yeah, trials. Well, even the mice. The mice are mostly men. Yeah. Male. Yeah, I think it's. I think there was some football player that was taking like some like estrogen type stuff. I think a lot of professional athletes take those drugs as it blocks the steroid oh really yeah so like a lot of like women supplements and is on like the banned substance list because it's used to like mask high levels of testosterone if they're using like performance enhancing drugs and stuff i can't remember um i read a book about lance armstrong Mm -hmm. about his like the whole doping scheme yes doping and i i'll look it up so we can put it in the bio of the podcast 
I can't remember what the title was, but they used to like take out their blood and like then dope up and then put their blood back in or get blood transfusions. Mm-hmm. It was really like advanced, sophisticated, sophisticated <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. web of doping. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, and then also for our book club later this month, we're reading Beautiful Music by Michael Zadorian, so I picked that up. Um, I haven't started it. And I got a book called Gypsy Moth Summer by Julia Fierro, just because it has summer in the title. And mm-hmm. summer's almost over, and I feel like i got to get one more in there. <laughs> still got a while. i got, like, the middle of September. That's when summer officially yeah. ends. I still haven't... Um, changed my desk calendar over to august yet (laughs) i'm still in july (laughs) in my head yeah august is like usually like the hottest month yeah and whatever and it just my my husband did it the other day he said at dinner he said i think i'm ready for fall like Mm -hmm. i'm ready for fall i'm always ready for fall I i wish it was like spring and then fall and then winter and then spring again like just completely skip but over winter summer. you'd keep i keep when i would have i would keep winter 12 months out of the year oh <gasps> in, <laughs> in that world <laughs> uh it's like my kind of world the cold is nice you could always do something about being too cold you could live you on can't. the wall in the north uh that's where i'd go that's where i'd go <laughs> you're like cool guys i'm just chilling here with the library and the cold yeah that's all i need um did you watch any other tv shows or movies anything Oh, um, another Netflix show I watched is that I think you should leave with, um, it's like a sketch comedy show. They're only like 17. Oh, uh, is that the one with Tim Robbins? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've and heard And he's from it. Michigan. And they're it? really funny. They're mm-hmm. really funny. And the second time around, they still make you mm-hmm. laugh. So. Yeah, I know it's like a new thing now. A lot of shows are sort of going shorter. Like really short. Like 15 minutes. Yeah. Because it's just easier to like do something like in the at least Netflix is being pretty yeah. accommodating it's good a lot for of these what, creators yeah it's good for what we talk about doing which is like when you watch a really dark show and then you need to cleanse mm-hmm. your palate but you still want to go to bed in mm-hmm. a decent hour you can watch like 17 minutes of something funny and then mm-hmm. um, not want to cry yourself to sleep so yeah that's good yeah so I I've been doing apparently I did a lot this past two weeks just for whatever reason. Really packing it in. Yep, I finished Glow, the second season of Glow. How'd you like it? I liked it. I really liked it. It's fun. I like. I just, you know, I know the season premiere is actually tomorrow, I oh, think, for it? the oh, third season. good. Um, so I'll probably watch that, like, 12 months from now, like I did the second season. How did you like the scene in the hospital where Liberty Bell was, and they... I think oh, it was good. I think, you know, it was, a, it was I, like the... That was like a showcase for their acting. Yes, I rewound it and watched it again. Whatever, the girl that plays uh, Liberty Bell, I think her name's like Betty Gilpin. Like, she's yeah, really good. Like, she's, she's good. probably the best actress on that show. I think so, too. Um, just the character the character she plays, she's actually just like, basically looked like she's dead on the inside, but she's like holding so much stuff in yeah. and stuff. But I like the show. It's funny. It's also it's also real, but it's it's cool. Mm-hmm. It captures, like I said, it captures the 80s in a way that Stranger Things doesn't. Like, Stranger Things is like, Look at us, we're 80s. Glow is like, we're just in the 80s. Yes, yeah. uh, Type thing, which is cool. Um, I also watched uh, The Boys. It's a show on Amazon based on a comic book about superheroes living in a modern world. I would say it's almost more like a realistic take on superheroes in a modern world because they're controlled by like 
a corporation. They have their own PR team oh, okay. and like insurance and all that stuff. People right. know they have like they, they have their, their own movies, action figures. So it's like everything's very commercialized from these superheroes, yeah. and it's controlled from the top down by this giant corporation. And then it's sort of it's just really cool. I think it's a nice breath of fresh air in the whole superhero thing where everyone's just like Marvel, DC. Yeah. It's just like everyone knows them. They're all sort of good. Yeah. Like not a whole lot of, at least not a whole lot of nuance to them. Did you say the that was based on a book? Yeah, it's based on a comic book. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, the comic book's called The Boys, and this is called oh, okay. The Boys. And it's really dark. Um, so, yeah, if you don't like dark stuff or violent stuff, it's probably not for you. But if you do... <laughs> that, and then, then I would recommend it. Yeah. I really, I really liked it. Um, I also watched Altered Carbon. I think I watched that a couple weeks ago. I think I forgot to mention it, but it's like a cyberpunk show. It's based on another book. It's based oh. on a book too, and that was fun. I don't think it was. It was nothing spectacular, but it wasn't bad. I think there's a whole lot of room for those shows that are just like good enough that are good yeah. to watch. Like nothing. It doesn't need to be prestige TV. Right. Just yeah. to be useful. Um, I also watched. I also started watching Superstore again. Oh, um, is that new? Is there a new season? I think it's still the old season, but I just sort of never caught up with it because I started watching the new latest season and fell off it. And I'm like, let me just do it again. Mm-hmm. So I started watching that again, and I just really like that show. Uh, there's not a whole lot of shows that deal with like the working class, yeah. Um, in terms of like comedy or drama, it's always yeah. like wealthy people or you know money's not really discussed. Like Friends, it's like oh yeah. these people live in New York, but that really bothers me in films and TV and in books there's a mm-hmm. lot of books about um, people particularly women that go through these midlife crises and they're like I'm just going to go to Europe for a year or I'm mm-hmm. going to live in a cabin in, on the top of a mountain and I have a hard time feeling empathy for the character because mm-hmm. I'm like well if you could do that yeah but well, it's just it's just really interesting that there's not a whole lot of shows that you know deal with it. Mm-hmm. I remember Malcolm in the Middle was a show that did it before, mm-hmm. and now Superstore now. But it seems like every other show, it's always people, wealthy people that are just living their lives, yeah, and stuff. So it's sort of not as realistic as it there's feels. Not a lot of relatable issues. Yeah. yeah, most people watching those shows are probably more people are like the people in Superstore than the people that yeah. are in. I can't oh, even sure. think like happy endings or something like happy endings was like the newer friends. It was yeah. There, this changed New York to Chicago, mm-hmm. and they were all super wealthy. Um, New girl, they weren't. Well, they were looking for work. Yeah. Or like well, struggling. Schmidt, I think Schmidt was uh, was pretty well off. Whatever he did, I think he was like some business manager. Right, he was. And then and, there was one then, that was like a bartender. And Jess was a teacher. teacher. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Uh, what a Nick was a bartender, mm-hmm. and then um, Winston got a job as a police officer. Yeah, um, so that kind of ran the gamut. Lived together. There was like a four bedroom apartment, mm-hmm. so I think, I guess you could say that's real estate. That's the only way they could afford to live. Yeah, yeah. was all rooming together. But I did like New Girl. I did too. Um, but yeah, and then I also watched um, Fighting with My Family, because I heard good things about oh, what's it. What's that? That's a it's a movie about a wrestling family. One of the kids became actual professional wrestler in the WWE. And sort of like a dramatization of her oh. rise to get to where she was going. And so if it was really good, I'd recommend it. Especially, I mean, if you like wrestling, I would recommend it. Even if you don't like wrestling, it's a really good movie. Um, really heartfelt. So you were like wrestling 
with glow and this. Movie. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, and there was yeah, and the, and the girl was it was a women's rest, women's wrestler too that was actually the one oh, that made yeah. it. Um, even though they're not really separate um, circuits anymore, it's all one WWE. They just have the women's you know side and the men's side, but they all oh. wrestle in the same company, so they're not separate like they were back in hmm. the day. Um, and I also read a lot of books this week for me. I finished Recursion. Uh, that was the book that I mentioned the last podcast. I finished it, and it sort of had a weird fifth, fourth act. There's a whole lot of stuff happening that maybe wasn't relevant, but it did stick the landing, though. Oh, okay. So it was a little little choppy near the end, but it still stuck the landing, so I'd still recommend the book if you like sci-fi and just interesting concepts, storytelling. Um, I also read Circe by Madeline Miller, and that book was really good. It was about the character Circe from the Odyssey, Oh. And it was told from her perspective, so from when she was born to like her whatever, right. like doing this, doing that, her meeting Odysseus, her, the kid, and all that stuff. It was just really well written, and it was just really cool that I like, you know, mythology and stuff. I like books like that that are written from um mm-hmm. alternate perspective than yeah. history shows. Yeah, but it was it was really good. And then I also found that it was be, it's being turned into a TV show, which, you know, happened like right as I finished it. They're oh. like, oh, this has been picked up for a show. And I'm like... I think it actually nice. would make a good show, more like a limited series, but I think it would be good. But I really like, like it was really well written. If you like mythology and just you know strong female characters, I would go for it. Um, I also read um, a young adult book, uh, Sadie, and it's by Courtney Summers, and it's uh, about a, a girl who goes missing, and this radio station hires a guy to find her. And it's really interestingly written because it talks about... What's it called? Sadie. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's written like from her POV is the stuff that's already happened. And then it breaks into like a podcast format. Like he's making a show, like sort of like serial or something. So it's sort of... So that part of it is basically like a podcast. It's him like interviewing people and, you know, investigating the disappearance and stuff. Then it sort of goes back and forth between those two things like what has already happened from Sadie's perspective yeah. and what he's investigating from for the first investigation for the podcast and you know finding the whereabouts of this girl and stuff and it's actually it was actually really cool like it's like an interesting format for a book to be written in mm-hmm. I'd never seen anything like that before that reminds and, me and um, oh, I was just like oh this is great I, fi- I think I finished it in like three sessions like it's not that long of a book but mm-hmm. just I was just so interested I just kept reading and it was really good awesome I read a young adult book a couple years ago. I think it was called Radio Silence. Mm-hmm. And it, I got excited when you started explaining it because I thought it was the same book. But um, it's about a friendship and one of the um, people has gone, has disappeared, sort of. They went went to college, but they're not in contact. Mm-hmm. But they're, um, there's this radio station that um, the, char- the main character can tune into mm-hmm. and she thinks it's her lost friend or whatever mm-hmm. that's a good concept yeah but i just thought it was cool you know i think podcasts are just popping all over the place now mm-hmm. i think it's one of those whatever it's called like that bader meinhoff effect since we do the podcast i'm recognizing more podcasts yeah stuff. yeah but i also think it's like true like all these like big companies are figuring out that podcasts are like the future that people like them yeah. of like i don't know radio in general they might just i don't think radio will go away but i think a lot of these big players are investing more in like long-form podcasting. I think that's what people, at least especially people our age, are interested in, yeah. like that sort of stuff. I listened to a new podcast um, 
this week. It's called Nice Try. Mm-hmm. And it's about, every episode is about a different failed utopia. Mm-hmm. So I only listened to the first episode, but it was about Jamestown. And it was mm-hmm. quite fascinating. It was about mm-hmm. John Smith and uh, Pocahontas and just the mess that it was. The, mm-hmm. All the people that died and starved and... Um, it's mm-hmm. really fascinating, and I like. I hope they talk about Jonestown too, because I'm pretty into the Jim mm-hmm. Jones Jonestown story. Mm-hmm. That's the guy that like had the cult and ended yes. up everyone drank the Kool Aid. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's a really that happened. Did that that didn't happen here. I thought that happened like in South America or something. It did. Like they, they, they were they, from like, they, here, they but they all traveled there. Okay. And the story's just wild, and it's wild that sort of. Uh, similar to Charles Manson, he was like a popular guy mm-hmm. and sort of popular with celebrities and politicians mm-hmm. because he could always bring a big group of people. Yeah, because um, he brought his little yeah. cult. There's a Netflix documentary about something like that. I forgot it was like some place in Oregon, and I forgot what it was. Like it oh, followed yeah. another leader. I forgot yeah. what it was called, but it was pretty. You know, I watched the trailer for it. I'm like, this looks really interesting. If there's a cult leader in a book or a film. Or a documentary. I'm mm-hmm. um, watching it. Yeah. Well, there was a... Because I read, um, whatever, 1Q84, and there was a cult in that book. Um, but that book is like a thousand pages long. Yeah. It's not specifically about that. But, yeah, it was... I mean, it was good. I like all that history. I think I did a project in my history class about utopianism. Oh, and, yeah? Yeah. So... It's really interesting how all that stuff works out. Yeah. Or it doesn't work. Usually it doesn't work out. What the plan is. And you Mm -hmm. always think when you read history that people were a lot more prepared. You know, they seem Mm -hmm. like experts or people that knew what they were doing. But when you look into it, Mm -hmm. nobody knew what they were doing. I think history is filled with a lot of people with good intentions. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they have too much money to know what to do with. And they just think because they're rich, they know better. Right, and that they like, can lead, they're which trying, is not the case. And yeah. it's like, oh, this is way more complicated yeah. than I thought, or way more expensive than I thought, and then usually it doesn't end up working out. Mm-hmm. And you also can't rely on people. Like, you yeah. can't, like, they're just wild cards. Yeah. Like, obviously, if everyone acted in accord, accordingly to whatever they wanted, it'd be fine. Yeah. But that's not how people work. No. So, almost no system is perfect, even on paper. Most mm-hmm. of them make sense, but they can't take into account people's right. actions and yeah. all that stuff. Um, but, yeah, so I did all that. You know, and I, I seeing a podcast. I also listened to another podcast. I started listening to another podcast recently. It's called Strong Songs, um, and it's about this guy who just sort of breaks down music, like, song, oh. like famous songs, and just breaks it down, like, each part and talks about, like, how it's significant and, like, other pieces of music that possibly influenced it. Um, the first episode I listened to, he actually broke down the song from Hamilton, Satisfied. Oh, cool. And actually, it was really cool what he found out by breaking it down and doing all that stuff. And then he's got a whole bunch of different ones. He's got a Bohemian Rhapsody one. He's got, like, a Dancing Queen. Um, Ooh, Barracuda. Awesome. So it's actually really... Write that down. It's actually, like, a really cool podcast. Um, My husband would like that. And I found that guy through, like, a video game podcast and website that I used to... I, you know, do, but he doesn't do that anymore. This is what he does now, but that's sort of how I found it. Because uh, he's a just He ended up writing for video games, even though he's a musician. So that's sort of how I found it. But it's really cool. You know, music's fascinating. I know nothing about music. Yeah. I couldn't play an instrument, even if you 
trained me for t- 10 years, I'd be like, um, yeah, I don't know. What's F sharp? <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know what that is. What, what, what number is it on the keyboard? I played the clarinet in school, and I was pretty terrible at it. I think I was fifth chair out of sixth, and the sixth chair probably just didn't show up to test that she was probably absent that day. Mm-hmm. But um, I was too chatty, and so they kept moving me away from the other players. So in the concerts, it looked as if I was first chair because <laughs> mm-hmm. I was right up front. But it was not due to any skill. Mm-hmm. I was. Yeah. That's hard. That, learning music is hard. And a lot of musicians I know don't actually know how to read music. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think if you're self-taught, like, I don't think you know that. I think yeah. a lot of, I know a lot of guitar players don't. Mm-hmm. They just know, like, the numbers, like, yeah. the, whatever number that corresponds. They're like, yeah, this is, I just do it. It makes sense. Yeah. Good skill to learn early when your brain's still. Mm-hmm. When your brain's still mushy. fresh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can absorb all that information. Yeah. It's not filled with a bunch of other information you've learned and forgotten yeah but still hasn't deleted itself permanently from the hard drive yet mm-hmm. um but yeah, and i've also been playing a video game fire the new fire emblem game fire emblem fire emblem yep it's for the switch i've been playing that a lot lately like i'm already like 12 hours into it wow yeah it's easier do they than... give you like a i don't i don't know anything about video games do they give you like an average amount of hours it should take to complete it, they never do because there's like so many you know, it takes longer. It's just variable to how many. I think it's like probably thirty hours, but you can play it multiple times. Cause right. like you pick a house and then you just play their story, but there's like other houses you could pick from the beginning. So it's sort of they want you to play it again, mm-hmm. which I usually don't play video games again. No, I usually don't have time. One and done, right? One and done usually just because I'm like, oh, there's another game coming out or something. But we'll yeah. see. When you play a handheld, it's like a little bit. It feels like a little easier to just play. You can just sit down, and they could. My wife could do something. I can play. Right. She could do something. And when a regular traditional video game, you're just like stuck to the TV, and it's sort of like you're not really paying attention. Right. Even though it's like the same thing, it just feels like you're ignoring someone. Yeah. That way. But yeah, I played that. That should be fun. I'm enjoying it, um, and everything. So I think with that, we'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk about the great outdoors. So we're back, and since it's still summer and outside is nice for some people, <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about for half of the yeah, podcast. Fifty percent of the hosts enjoy being outside, <laughs> and the other fifty percent uh, can take it or leave it. I'll let you decide who is who. Um, so yeah, so the outdoors. So you said I mentioned that you've been camping. We went camping. You probably enjoy camping in general. Love camping. Um, the weather was beautiful. Um, we went to Lake Huron twice, um, and the one day it was super still, and we all brought uh, my whole family went, which is like forty some people. Mm-hmm. Um, we all floated on our floaties, and then the next day we went again, and, and the waves were just um, it was too rough, crashing. Well, it was great because the water was really well, not shallow, for, not, not for floating, though. not for floating, but, but for, you could. You know, my son loved getting knocked down. I probably drank like a whole soup bowl full of Lake Huron because I kept getting <laughs> smacked in the face mm-hmm. by the waves. Loved it. Mm-hmm. I love camping. Mm-hmm. So where did you go camping? Caseville. Oh yeah, you it's mentioned over that. in the Thumb. Yeah. 
there was no cheeseburger festival. Cheeseburger festivals this week. Okay, so don't so go camping. So there were people preparing for it. I wow, mean, there like, were signs up and everything. I'm sure the city gets prepared. It's a big it, thing. It's interesting that people get ready. Like, they're camping out, waiting for these cheeseburgers. Like, this is my spot. Yeah. I'm going to just stay here for the entire week. I think and every business or organization has a cheeseburger, and you can go around town and mm-hmm. taste test. Like, I think the fire station has a cheeseburger in oh. the yada yada mm-hmm. um so it looked pretty fun we played um pot putt and did bumper boats and mm-hmm. um go-karts had bonfires ate mm-hmm. s'mores all the traditional stuff and it was fun and my um niece who's going into high school um she made the sweetest little video she mm-hmm. put all our pictures together from the family and made a video so that it's mm-hmm. one of my favorite things to do um, mm-hmm. all yeah. year long yeah yeah, I'm sort of the opposite. I just, uh, I'm not so much an outdoors person. Like, there's certain things about being outside that are nice, but, like, when it's too warm, like, I'm just like yeah. this, I'm not having it. Like, right about now, late August, early September, is sort of, like, the best sort of time to do anything outside because mm-hmm. it's not too hot, not too cold. I'm like, I could do this, and then eventually it'll start getting cooler, which I'm fine with. Yeah. Um, but I usually don't do too much. I'm not a huge camping fan. I'm like, oh, cool, there's trees and <laughs> stuff. Like, there's trees in my house. They're the same. Oh, no. That's sort of how I see it. It's like, oh, I'm outside. I've been outside for a day. I'm, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> uh, but that's sort of how I am a lot of times, like, just on vacations in general. There becomes, like, a point where I'm just like, okay, I'm just done. Ready just, for my... I just want to go yeah. home. Uh, we were all ready f- um, to sleep in a bed. Um, yeah. But even on just a regular vacation, like, we were in Florida. Like, I think it was, like, the couple of days before. I'm like, I'm done. Like, I'm just ready to go, to go Especially since we had the drive and whatever. Oh, yeah. It just sort of, like, there's, like, a, there's definitely a maximum enjoyment period. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the last couple of days are, like, we're still here. Yeah. And it's just, like, okay. Like, it just sort of, everyone's Fatigued. tired. It's Vacation just, like, okay, we're, yeah. we're done. I just want to go home. But that fatigue is increased when it's, like, outdoors stuff, like camping mm-hmm. and stuff. I'm, like, okay, I'm done, like, now. Oh, we're just got here. Let's go home. I'm ready to go home. <laughs> It's a lot of work, um, not for me, because my husband really enjoys setting up camp Mm -hmm. and making camp meals, and um, Mm -hmm. I enjoy sitting around the fire and Mm -hmm. eating the camp meals that he cooks Mm -hmm. for me. (laughs) Yeah, and then, but I mean, there is some things I do like about being outside, like I think working out outside is better than going to the gym. Yeah. Even though I don't really go to the gym, I don't go to the gym because I don't like working out, but when you're outside doing stuff like sports or something it doesn't feel like working out yeah it feels so that's fun. sort of what i do like i play, try to play tennis basketball or just pretty much anything even though it is like working out it doesn't feel like you're working yeah. out but when you're at the gym you're just like okay i could be doing anything else right now right and it's just that's sort of what it is and all of them like running on a treadmill just it's better on my knees but like it just doesn't give you the feel like oh i ran like five miles on a treadmill i can do a 5k then you run on the outside you're like oh my god i am not prepared for yeah, this at yeah. all why is this tread why is the street not moving yeah uh i agree i recently decided that i would rather i just want to have fun when i'm exercising or mm-hmm. or you could exercise doing like actual physical labor like you know yard work or whatever mm-hmm. but um i'm gonna try pickleball yeah, my friend's been trying to get me into that for forever, but it's just hard to get out. Yeah. Um, I guess I could, obviously I could leave the kid with the wife and then go, mm-hmm. but I just never have the time. And he doesn't live, he doesn't live far, but he doesn't live close, so it's like a, 
a trek over to yeah, Troy Royal kind of area a, a thing um, and stuff because he says I should like it because I like tennis and it's sort of like tennis and it's sort of like ping pong I understand like it just, oh really I have no idea it's but got a funny says, name he says that I should like it and I'm like I'll try it but we never never gotten around to actually doing it but that's sort of the thing that I would like doing is doing that activity but mm-hmm. not when it's super hot out yeah but like when it's nice it's fine like the last couple of days have been nice but the sun whatever the heat index I mean that sun has been just super yeah. hot like yeah um, it's been cool at night yeah it was nice when i left work today too i was mm-hmm. like oh if it was like this all day i'd be perfectly fine with this but it's getting darker earlier too yeah i'm fine with that that helps because that's why it gets cooler because there's no sun yeah but and I like going, like I said, I like going for walks at night, so I'll go oh, right. walk at, like, 10 Creeper o'clock. Walk. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's like, I usually walk by myself. I usually, in the neighborhood, when I see someone else, I'm like, that usually doesn't happen. Yeah. But yeah. that's just, like, that's the prime time for me to walk. Mm-hmm. You can't see anything. My, my neighborhood has no lights. I think they have, like, four lights. I'm like, this is pretty dark. Um, but it's fine. We had a camp ghost. Um, we were all sitting around the fire, and there was this um, lady in her nightgown. She was walking to the bathroom. But she had on a real long flowing neck, and she was swinging her lantern. And uh, that, that had to be we got like a kick by, out of that had to be by design. I'm sure she lost a bet or something, or was it know. or was it dare or something? Maybe. It's like go scare that camp over we there. We were like, ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not like a huge. Like I said, camping's like weird to me because like I always joke with my wife. She's like, yeah, we're going camping. I'm like, oh, are we going camping or are we going like? kind of camping she's like uh what does that mean it's like are we going to a place with bathrooms and showers oh, right. she's like yeah i'm like well that's not camping oh that's not camping like <laughs> if you're going camping then you're just not showering until you get home and the bathroom is a pit wherever you yeah. like you know find a spot like she's like well that's not fun i'm like well then you don't like camping then you're just sort of like sleeping outside that's i what... <laughs> certainly don't like that kind of camping Mm-hmm. Not with two kids, anyway. But yeah, um, yeah, with kids, I would say that's probably not realistic. But yeah. when we would go with our friends and stuff, I'm like, "There's a bathroom and there's a shower. That's not camping." What is it? Kind of camping. Kind of camping. Or do, I think you know, honestly, at that point, Glamping. just sleeping, sleeping outside. <laughs> just um, you just had to drive two hours to sleep outside. It's like if you're, if you're <laughs> that's such a pessimistic. <laughs> if you're gonna like have bathrooms and showers, it's like I'd rather just sleep in my backyard and go inside and use my own bathroom and shower. <laughs> That just, that just. But the snacks and the camaraderie. I, I suppose, I guess you know maybe that's the thing is I just don't get it. I didn't grow up doing it. Yeah. So I don't, I'm a 4-H I don't do camper. Mm-hmm. Grew up doing it every summer. So there's we'll ha- agree to disagree. But is mm-hmm. there anything you like about being outside in the summer? In the summer. Exercising. Yeah, I feel like I've, like exercising is like I only like exercising in outside versus exercising inside. But I don't enjoy exercising at all. Yeah. It's just I don't think anyone actually. It's a bummer. I don't think anyone actually does. You think people are lying when they I say? I think it? so. Yeah. I think you know. I mean, obviously, you get that adrenaline rush after and during. I think people tend to like just sort of make it part of their lifestyle. But I don't know if anyone actually truly enjoys it. I feel better after I exercise. I feel the endorphins. Mm-hmm. I never feel good when I'm exercising. Yeah. I always feel like this. Sucks. Oh, I like yoga. Mm-hmm. But that never really feels like exercise. It just feels like nice yeah. stretching. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is, like, I've just never needed to work out. Because in high school, my metabolism was just so high that I would have to do anything. Same mm-hmm. with college. And then it came to a point where everything just 
stopped working the way it used to. And I was like, well, I have do not have the skills or the yeah. discipline to like start now. to do it now, even though I have to. But it just sort of like, man, I kind of wish that I was a little more like, I don't know, I wouldn't want to say worse, but like. I never had to work out, so yeah. it's like a harder. It's hard to get into. I wish too like that in I'd middle, incorporated mid-30s it. Thirties yeah. when I didn't have to do anything, mm-hmm. and then now I have to like implement this into my lifestyle, and it's just sort of like a drag. I'm like, yeah. oh, of course, now I have to do this with a kid and full time job mm-hmm. and limited time. It's like, when am I going to work out? You got to find something fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to try uh, our Hoopla app has a lot of exercise videos and you can download it right to your TV, you know? So I'm going to try hot yoga at home in my unair conditioned house. So oh, if I don't like, come in for the next podcast, is that like Bikram yoga or I'm something? I'm deceased. Isn't that what it um, like? Or is that just because I thought like there was one where you're in like, like almost like a sauna. Yeah. Just doing yoga. It sounds yes. like it's like a, I'm not, I'm surprised someone hasn't died doing that. I guess it's not super yeah. strenuous. Sure. They make you but sign like, a waiver. It just seems like it just, Seems bad, like a bad idea. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a go. I'll probably hate it, but my house is a sauna already, so mm-hmm. really, any any yoga or movement I do is hot yoga. <laughs> Walking from my living room to my kitchen, it's mm-hmm. hot yoga. Because you said that your house doesn't have air conditioning. Uh-uh. Oh man, that's that's rough. So that's why you like camping because you're yeah, basically it's, the same. Out, it's you're, cooler. <laughs> you're just camping inside instead of. That's why I like being inside with air conditioner. I walk into the house, I'm like, air conditioner works. And then when you're in the house for a while, like. I don't think this is working. And you step outside, you're like, uh, no, yeah. it's yeah. definitely working. Yeah. But yeah, I like, I like human engineering and ingenuity. <laughs> like we've moved away from the nature and into the house. You're post nature. Yeah, I'm post. I'm post nature. Even though there's a lot of people that wish we would go back to the to nature. Like I don't want anything bad to happen to nature, but I just like air conditioning like and that, modern amenities, um, running water. Like the algae blooms in Walden Pond, I named um, my son Walden, and I was looking into going, you know, someday we'd like to take him there to Walden Pond. I really liked that book. Um, and there's algae blooms because people keep urinating in the Walden Pond when they come to... Yeah, I think algae's, you know, algae's so going to grow... maybe just leave it alone. Yeah, algae's going to grow in standing water anyway. So even if it was nothing is happening, yeah. like ponds don't have a lot of movement... So depending on the heat and everything, it'll probably develop algae regardless. Yeah. So you're post-nature, but you'd like to just leave it alone. So maybe that would even be better. I yeah, I don't think there's anything bo- wrong you're with You're not going to bother it. Yeah, I don't want to bother it. Um, but, you know, it is like I also have to fight nature at my house because, like, there's just, you know, weeds and stuff. You're just like, I don't even want to do it. <laughs> like, being homeowners sometimes is just a drag. You're like oh, cool, I have a house, and it's like, oh, I have to mow the lawn. A lot of to, work, yeah. It's like, why do I have to do all this work? I think I got shafted on this deal, <laughs> but it's fine. Um, I always used to wonder on the weekends, um, this is a total preteen thing to wonder, but my parents would be doing all sorts of housework and chores that they hadn't been able to do during the week. Mm-hmm. And I would think, oh, my God, they're so boring. Why don't they do something more fun? It's like, well, because the toilets need to be cleaned. The lawn needs to be mowed. And And that's the only time they could do it because I work. Yeah. To me, in my head, when I was a kid, it was a choice they were choosing. Yeah. I mean, I guess technically it is a choice because you could just not do it and let your house go to disrepair and let the lawn, let the city mow your lawn and get a huge bill for it. Mm -hmm. Um, That actually happened to me once when I was living in Royal Oak. I was taking a nap, and then I heard someone like weed wagon oh, no. I'm like huh I wonder no, what no, that no. is 
and then I got a bill, and I'm like, that's that's a lot. You just like weed whacked like the smallest part, and you charged me like $150 for Ugh. it. It's like you could have just knocked on my door and been like, hey, we're gonna, can you do this or. I'm like, yeah. what if I don't? It's like, we're going to charge you $120. It's like, I'll be I'll, right out. I'll be right out. <laughs> Let me get my hat on. Um, well, if you, if you, like me, enjoy nature and just sitting around in it, next Thursday on August 15th, we're going to meet out in the field um, in front of Ewald. And you can bring your lawn chair and your picnic table, and I'll bring some snacks, and we're all just going to sit and read. And if you've got kids coming... Um, Mom, Cat Kelly's going to be there, and she's going to paint some galaxy rocks, teach your kids how to paint those, so mm-hmm. that's a fun thing. That should be fun. Hopefully. And we can take it inside if, it, if it's raining. Yeah, that should be fun. It's yeah. always good to have like an outdoor activity planned with an inside backup. Yes. But So it's nice that it's like right here, and but, you can be like, oh, it's raining, let's, let's go inside. I really like to read outside um, in uh-huh. my hammock, or I didn't read at all really camping. I mm-hmm. kept getting... Yeah. I mean, I have a four-month-old, so... Um. Yeah, I, I'm sort of, like, the opposite. Like, my eyes are super sensitive. So, like, the glare on the books, like, whatever they make the books out of, like, the trees they cut down for the pages, like, they just reflect the sun. there's a glare? I think it's well, for kind me, of the ink sometimes. It might be a combination of both. Whenever I'm reading, like, it just feels like I'm, like, holding a mirror up to my face. <laughs> so, it, like, really hurts my eyes. I'm like... So I would, I would like when it's really nice, I wouldn't mind going to the hammock mm-hmm. and reading outside. But when I go outside, I'm like, oh, my God, this is, like... It's too much. Yeah. This is um, proof of how lazy I am. I just admitted that my husband does all the work camping. And also, when I sit in the hammock, I just sort of yell when I need someone to give me a push. And my son and my husband come over and yeah. give me a swing. I sort of do that with, with my kid. Like, the cats get on the counter. And she's sort of like, we always tell them, like, get off the counter. And she mm-hmm. sort of picked up. She's like, get off the counter, cat. And then I'm like, go get her off the counter. She's like... Yeah, and then she gets off the couch, and she runs and gets him down, and then she comes back with a smile on her face, like, look what I did. I'm like, yes, thank you. I didn't have to do that. It's so nice when kids start mm-hmm. doing it. So I'm sure there'll be a phase where she's going to be like, yeah, I'm super helpful, and then after, and then it tends to be like, I'm not doing anything ever again. Oh, and then, then yeah. maybe she'll do a little bit. But We're in that stage now. My son has to feed the cat, and most of the time he's pretty good about it, but Every once in a while, he says, I have to do everything around here. (laughs) His only chore is to set the table and feed the cat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Clean up his room. Yeah. I mean, life's going to get rough. I pulled Mm -hmm. the parent, um, you know, when if you say you're bored, you're going to get a chore. Never Mm -hmm. really thought that would come out of my mouth because I remember hating it when my mom said it. Everyone says that eventually we all just turn into our parents or something. I remember, like, once she was like, I want ice cream for dinner. I'm like, well, you have to have dinner before you have ice cream. And I was like, oh, man, what a life. <laughs> Why, Why can't she have ice cream for dinner? I know, let's so just you have do to be, it. You have to be responsible. Mm-hmm. But that's just, that's just the way it is. I'm sure she likes she likes being outside, so we go for walks and hang out outside. So I'll be reluctantly going outside for <laughs> a while now. For, Pretending to enjoy for like. 18 to 20 years, I'll be, like, going outside. Maybe eventually I'll come to like it. Maybe the second baby won't like it. Maybe the second baby won't. I'll be like, cool, you and you and Mom go for a walk. I'm going to chill in here with the other one. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll hang out. We'll do other indoor activities. Yeah. It will be fun. But, yeah, outside. I have a very love-hate relationship with the outside. But I think it's just me. I love love, except in the winter. 
Mm-hmm. But I do find that I enjoy winter more if I get outside to do something fun. Mm-hmm. When it's not just scraping your car off or walking from building to building. If you go out there, mm-hmm. build a snowman or something. We're going to get a portable fireplace, I think, or fire pit. You know those? Mm-hmm. Is it one of those propane ones? Yeah, I don't know. We haven't looked into it much, but... Um, mm-hmm. I think that'd be nice to have a winter bonfire. Yeah. I think, it, you know, speaking of that, I think it would be really nice to own a flamethrower <laughs> for the winter because then you can just clear out your driveway in probably like five minutes yeah. and just, just <laughs> oh, and, like, end the sidewalk, just torch it. And it's like, it's like, looks like it, nothing happened. And then I'm sure the city will come and be like, you can't have a flamethrower. Right. Because like, I think they come pretty quick. I'll be like, why not? <laughs> I'm not, I'm just... Clear the snow. We don't have that in our tool collection. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> um, I'll be the test. Flamethrower. Flamethrower, <laughs> snow removal service. That'll be my business idea for right now. Yeah, that's a good job. Um, but yeah, so I guess with that, we'll call it an episode. And we'll be back in a couple weeks. And we'll talk about back to school stuff since it'll be right around the time school starts up again. Yeah. So we'll have some stories about that. So stay tuned and we will see you next time.